Minutes it is now after 8 p.m. and uh, we look uh, a bit inward for the next uh, few minutes and uh, look internally here at uh, the uh, uh, national broadcaster, or the public broadcaster, I should say. And uh, the uh, SABC uh, earlier on today releasing a long-awaited report uh, looking at whether or not there was uh, interference uh, in its editorial policy uh, under the uh, previous administration, if I can put it that way. And uh, the Commission of Inquiry was... Um, Set up in May of last year, and uh, they uh, I submitted this report on the uh, 25th of February, but it was only released uh, earlier on uh, today. And uh, it uh, spoke about the capricious use of authority and uh, power to terrorize staff and deflect the corporation from its mandate and uh, some of its uh, editorial policies. Now, it was an outcome of uh, extensive interviews uh, among staff uh, talking about uh, of course, issues of editorial independence, the influence of the governing party, the African National Congress, uh, on uh, some of the decisions made from an editorial perspective. And, uh, of course, uh, some issues there around uh, newsroom decisions, at least of all decisions around uh, how to report on protest. And uh, uh, this uh, report was put together by veteran journalist and a former press ombudsman, uh, Dr. Joe uh, Tlulwe, who joins me now on the line. Uh, to speak about uh, some of its findings and uh, moreover i guess some of uh, what uh, the uh, uh, report recommends ought to be done uh, to take the public broadcaster forward uh dr Thulwe, good evening to you and uh, thank you so much for joining us this evening here on metro fm talk no, thank you for having me dr Thulwe, let's maybe start off here if uh, you could maybe give us some brief background and context uh, to the setting up of this uh, uh, particular commission uh, whose outcome of course, is this uh, particular report and uh, the terms of reference, which one would think framed uh, the kind of inquiry that you undertook here and the people that uh, uh, you had conversations with? The, the commission was set up as a result of the parliamentary hearings where SAPC was, was uh, giving its version of what was happening. And parliament is ordered that the SAPC should go back and investigate some of the allegations that had been brought to it. Uh, the allegations were made by people like the SAPC aid and a few other organizations. They are the people who, in fact, uh, sparked off this investigation. Mm. Now, as a result of the parliamentary decision, the SAPC appointed us in May last year uh, to conduct the investigation. Mm. The, the report was ready, I think, towards the end of February this year. But because there was no SAPC board, uh, we couldn't um, deliver the report. Uh, it is the property of the SAPC board. Mm. Now, fortunately, the board is now correct, so they can then deal with sure, the sure. recommendations. Okay. Now, uh, in the process of undertaking your work here, you spoke to a considerable number of uh, journalists. You didn't just confine it to the SABC8. You also spoke uh, to some of the people, who, I guess, who were involved here. Um, uh, it is alleged as uh, perpetrators in this one, and some of them didn't speak to you. Let, let's maybe uh, unpack who uh, some of the people you spoke to were, and uh, some of, from some of those who didn't uh, speak to you, uh, some of the uh, highly placed people, uh, what were some of the reasons for not uh, engaging with uh, uh, your work? Um, I think the top person that we were hoping would come and talk to us was Saudi... Uh, 
the former COO of the SAPC. Mm. Uh, we got a letter from his lawyer saying that he will not participate in our inquiry because he thought it was an illegitimate inquiry. Uh, Parliament, he had wanted to talk to the Parliamentary Ad Hoc Committee and they had refused him permission to come and talk to them. And so he thought that we were an illegitimate product of the parliamentary um, uh, inquiry, and therefore he refused to talk to us. Mm, mm, mm. And some of the other ones, I mean, we heard a story as well, uh, Dr. Tulu, of uh, a gentleman who... uh, well, refused to speak uh, to uh, uh, your commission because he felt that his life was in danger and continues to uh, be uh, under 24-hour security guard to this day. And this on the back, of course, of uh, the uh, assassination of the former, uh, one of the former legal directors here at the SABC. Um, he was very close friends with the former legal director who was uh, uh, shot dead at his place in the, on the East Rand. Mm. And so... This gentleman said that um, he will not talk to us because if he talked to us, um, his life would be in danger. Hmm. 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 And then the other senior person who wouldn't talk to us was the former head of news at the SAPC, Jimmy Matthews. His excuse, remember he resigned from the SAPC with a midnight tweet Mm. where he said he was, I mean, he was disgusted with what was happening in the SAPC. When we asked him to come and talk to us, he said that um, he he didn't want to relive those days in his life because those were the worst days of his life when he was at the SAPC. Mm. But in his midnight tweet, he apologized to the South African public for what had happened as the SAPC and his role in, in that. Now, if he was serious about the apology, the best way to have shown his remorse would have been to come and talk to us to tell us this is what was happening at the SAPC and this is why, what, why I did what I did. Hmm. And and uh, Dr. Tlure, the other the other dimension, of course, uh, that I would be interested in uh, are some of the people you did speak to. And uh, when we look at uh, some of these issues in hindsight, uh, and I want to maybe draw your attention to uh, the one example here that you flag as episode five in your report, which involves economics editor Tandera Kubulimbeki, uh, who was called into one office uh, one evening to meet one Brian Mulefe, a former Transnet boss. And this was because uh, uh, one of the uh, SABC TV anchors, Francis Heard, had uh, quizzed uh, Brian Mulefe about the procurement of Chinese locomotives at Transnet and that uh, uh, Brian Mulefe had felt ambushed by this particular question and all manner of insults uh, then flew between uh, or flew from uh, former SABC board member Ellen Chabalala and uh, there was a quick and a rapid uh, apology then extended uh, to uh, uh, Brian Mulefe by some of the seniors who were in the room and uh, also uh, many other people also flagged uh, for their attendance in this particular meeting. Um, told us that she she wouldn't have signed that that, uh, apology but she signed it because she was 
she felt pity for the anchor uh, Francis head mm. because the chairperson of the board was insisting that she should be fired because but at the same time the line managers can tap into the wisdom of this committee to say please give us advice mm, mm. Uh, now now just in relation i guess to some of the uh, findings and the recommendations you make here one of those is around uh, of course some of the uh, appointments that have been made and uh, if those appointments uh, were made without due regard to some of the processes that should have informed uh, those appointments and in cases where evidence has been found to uh, that effect you've suggested that some of those appointments be reversed and uh, some of the incumbents be invited to uh, also uh, uh, I guess interview for those positions. Um, yeah, the, the, the idea is that there are certain processes that have to be followed before there's an appointment, there's a promotion, there's a sideways shift. And when we did a very cursory glance at some of the records, we found there were gaps in the records, there were document, documents missing. So that's why we advised the human resources Comment, I mean, uh, um, uh, office to go and do an audit of all those appointments between 2012 and 2017. And where they can't find explanations, they should reverse the appointment. But because the incumbents have been sitting in there, we don't want to disadvantage them mm. are saying that they should also be allowed to reapply. They might be the better candidates because of the experience, etc. Mm. Okay. Ndaretlulu, we'll have to leave it there. Really appreciate, uh, of course, the time you dedicated and spent in uh, trying to uncover some of the issues there. He was the chairperson of uh, that commission.